Welcome to Inspirational Australians, where we share stories of Australians making a difference in their communities and in the lives of others. We at Inspirational Australians acknowledge the Wurundjeri and Bunurong people of the Kulin Nation as the traditional owners and custodians of the lands and waterways on which this podcast is produced. We pay our respect to elders past and present and those who are emerging and extend our respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples. At Inspirational Australians, we are inspired by the world's oldest living culture and pay homage to their rich storytelling history when we share stories on our podcast. This week's podcast guest is Dr. Ramesh, who is representing the Southwest Indian Group, or SWIG, as they are more commonly known. They were the winner of the 2022 Woolworths Community Group of the Year Award, which is part of the WA Community Achievement Awards, as it was such a privilege for me to be there to witness all of the winners, of course. But SWIG, uh, fantastically, are a wonderful social inclusive multicultural group who all looked amazing on the night but it was so such a privilege to uh to be there to witness their success now dr ramesh was born in chennai in south india and qualified as a doctor from stanley medical college in india and did postgraduate training in the uk and also in australia been actively involved in community support programs charitable activities and cricket. His real passion, though, is to promote multiculturalism, harmony, happiness, and peace. He is part of a group that formed the Southwest Indian Group in Bunbury and the Southwest, and ha- which has a real passion and vision for breaking barriers and bridging cultures. Dr. Ramesh, congratulations to you and your members from SWIG for winning the award and welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, uh, Jeff, and uh, thanks for giving me an opportunity to join this podcast as well. Fantastic. Well, it's absolutely our pleasure uh, to hear a bit more about your story and that of how SWIG started. So tell us, when when did SWIG come about and when and where did the whole thing start? So the I arrived in Australia in 2011, February. And uh, when I arrived, there was few scattered Indian groups around population around southwest of uh, Western Australia. And most of the con- concentration was in Perth or elsewhere, mostly in eastern states. And when I arrived, we felt a passion and a need for building a multicultural platform that can be used as a networking area for not just for Indians, but also the multicultural population of the Western Australia. So there was a team of four of us, myself and a couple of three others. We put our head together, did some brainstorming sessions uh, for a couple of weekends and then decided this we could probably form a group that will just not just promote India to Indians, but also promote India to the non-Indians as well. And that's how we started the group, a Southwest Indian group in late 2011 and launched it officially in May 2012 as Southwest Indian group or shortly for SWIG. 
which was easy for people to pronounce as well. So that's how we started. So we we really our passion was to celebrate the incredible India as migrant Indians to Australia. Fantastic. Uh, there were four to start with. How many are in your group now? So when we started in 2012, we had only four members along with families. Now we are looking at around 700 to 800 members, including okay. families and children, and not just the Indian population, I have to say. it's a, We have a membership, but we keep it free. So we have a member, our members consist of uh, multinational nationalities from Australia, South Africa, uh, Sri Lanka, Pakistan, uh, England, and around the world. So we actually are probably unique in that that we have a global representation of uh, ethnicities in our group, even though we are not as huge as some of the other Eastern state groups. But our group is unique in that, that our members are from around the world, not just from India. That's fantastic. And it's so important to include people who are new to the country, who probably don't know a lot of people, they haven't connected into the broader community, they don't know what services are available and how to access them, and yeah. to become part of a group uh, that's supportive is so important. So I think that's absolutely brilliant. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So what's Swig's vision? So as I mentioned earlier, our passion as a team is to promote multiculturalism and use our Indian themed events as a networking platform for the multicultural population. And really uh, our vision and motto, if you like, was really the breaking the barriers amongst the different cultural uh, communities and to bridge cultures as well. So we keep our simple strapline, as you might have seen, was uh, breaking barriers, bridging cultures. So we want to be that bridge. We want to create a sense of belonging to all the multicultural population in uh, Australia and in southwestern Bunbury as well. So really our vision was breaking culture, breaking barriers and bridging cultures. Critically important. Absolutely, yeah. What are some of the events that you undertake to bring people together? Sure. So when we started earlier in 2012, we really were promoting uh, our networking platforms as Bollywood themed events. And as we evolved, we created some flagship events. One of them was Diwali or the Festival of Lights. And we've been running it for the last 11 years with sellout crowd that ranges anything between 600 to 700 people uh, since 2012. And we also, we just didn't want to do just Indian Bollywood themed events. So we also done a lot of community wellness programs such as yoga, meditation. And last year, the year before uh, as well and last year, we did, we did some local tree planting events with the City of Bunbury Council. And we planted about 280 seedlings last June in the on the World Environment Day on the 5th of June. And we are, we are evolving as we growing in population and growing in membership. We are trying to develop more and more community themed events. And uh, we're planning to do blood, uh, blood transition uh, camps and various other charitable activities. Uh, so that's that's uh, we are doing. But our flagship events have been Holi, the color, uh, color festival, along with the Diwali which happens usually around November and well represented by the local multicultural population, including school children, 
and attended by several dignitaries from the politicians onward to the businesses as well. Would be amazing to bring everybody together in such a yeah. special way. Absolutely, yes, yeah, we agree on that, and uh, that's why our event events have been well received, not just by the Indian population in the southwest, but also from the non-Indian population as well. It'd be great to bring children on the journey to yes. uh, have them at a very early age understanding yes. culture and color exactly. yeah. and uh, the friendship that yeah. you that you develop. Agree, agree, totally yeah. agree with that. Some of your events must be very colourful. Oh, yes, yeah. All our events are very, very colourful, uh, especially the Holy Festival of Colours, uh, which we keep it along the ocean side and uh, well represented by all sorts, all ages. And the Diwali events by themselves are really a colourful, joyous occasion. And we also keep it as a family-themed event. So kids from all of all ages either perform, attend, and also enjoy the buffet dinner we provide at the end of the evening. So that the, for a family, it's a good night out at a low-cost ticket prices as well. Yeah, Fantastic. So you're not really just about social inclusion, about health promotion, bringing people together, but also fundraising and... Uh, very broad community activities exactly yes yeah absolutely we 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 just didn't want to be we wanted to be quite unique in that that we promote everything just happiness joy health and community wellness all in one package uh so we wanted to be slightly different from several other groups uh that promote their uh, themed events but we wanted to be slightly different how do you fund your events? Some of these events will be quite costly to put together. Yes. Yeah. So our events and our team, our committee is re managed mainly by volunteers. There's no paid staff in our team. So we're all busy doctors or engineers or various other activity day jobs. So we run mainly on volunteers and volunteer support. And for the event overheads, some of the events, we rely on heavily on the grant support from Lottery West, the Office of Multicultural Interest, local city councils, along with sponsors. And uh, because we're a not-for-profit uh, association, we really wanted to match the event overheads to what we raise as revenue. So, and it's, it's, we've been fortunate and because a lot of the other events are free community events, we actually, our time is what we call as an in-kind donation is really to support those community free events as well. So we've been fortunate that we are well supported by the local governments and the federal and the state government as well. So we've been fortunate and the local, the Indian consulate in Perth, has been very supportive and uh, of our event as well and embraced all of our events very well as well. I think the local, state and federal governments are very fortunate to have your organisation, your group, Southwest Indian Group, uh, yeah, in the community. Thankful, yeah. yeah, we are also thankful to the mutual understanding and respect yeah. that we brings us, once again, as I said earlier, our sense of belonging to the Australian population and Australian culture. Yeah, fantastic. This episode is proudly sponsored by Woolworths, who are supporters of the Community Achievement Awards in Northern Territory, South Australia and Western Australia. We thank the team 
at Woolworths for their outstanding support of our community contributors. How do you measure your success, the success of of your events and programs? Okay, the on the event day, we measure our success really by the 100% attendance. And so far, we've been having sellout events for the last 12 years, be it community, charitable events, which are free, or the wellness programs. And the flagship event is the Diwali Festival in Bunbury. And we've been fortunate. And uh, they, as a measure, as a quantitative measure, we use the local media and also we use um, Survey Monkey to uh, measure up what's uh, happening with our events and whether we always look for uh, positive and constructive ways to da- improve the quality of our programs and the events so that it's enjoyed by everyone. So we use those and we have multiple feedbacks, written feedbacks and electronic uh, feedbacks through various portals from the attendees as well. And we actively encourage uh, because we are run purely on volunteer basis, all we try and wrap up all the feedbacks within the first four weeks after an event. Yeah, fantastic. No wonder you're so successful. How did you go during COVID? Were you able to maintain any programs online or or were you not terribly affected? Uh, yes, we, we were bound by the local, state and the federal re- regulations regarding during the COVID. As you're aware, Western Australia has been fortunate for the first two years during the COVID outbreak because of the border closures and aspects. So during that time, most of our events went online, like the yoga and the meditation events. And uh, the Diwali events that we ran, we kept it as per the government regulation in a COVID safe environment. And we managed to keep everything within the uh, hygienic measures that government advised us. And we were able to function for the first two years when COVID was rampant everywhere else. But since then, we obviously managed to keep everything as a combination of almost like a hybrid versions of programs between online and some uh, face-to-face events. And we've been fortunate in that way. And we are also been actively involved during the COVID, not just here. We've also been involved in COVID fundraising activities, online portals and donations and so on. And especially when India was going through a tough time in the second round of the COVID uh, attack, uh, we managed to promote actively for ventilators and other COVID support equipments sent from uh, Canberra to Delhi, especially in some other parts of India, uh, the prime one being the ventilators. Uh, I've spoken to the then Federal Health Minister on behalf of the Southwest Indian Group, and we actively promoted with the support of local, federal and state politicians as well. So that's our proud achievement of moments uh, to support and give back to the Australian and the Indian communities around the world, as well as making sure people don't just go, don't get hampered by the COVID uh, outbreak that was happening around the world. Yeah, fantastic. So uh, I think I've said fantastic a few times, but what you're doing is really, truly magnificent. How many people do you think SWIG may have touched or involved in an event or an activity across your years since 2011? So each year, if we look at uh, our multiple events that we run right from the Festival of Colours through the charitable activities and the Diwali events, 
I suspect we're probably touching through probably thousands through the year. Uh, and also with the media portals that we have, we've been promoting multiple other activities, not just our events, and also some of the community wellness programs happening around the world. And the one of the commonest one being the International Yoga Day. Uh, so I think we have touched probably around thousands, not just through our events, but also through our online portals. Um, considering we are such a small group in uh, remote regional uh, Western Australia, and I think we've uh, touched several people through our multiple portals. Once again, going back to what I mentioned earlier, it's about the bringing the sense of belonging to the population in Australia and probably around the world as well. And our Facebook has been fairly active and uh, we have probably about 900 followers along with some Instagram followers as well. So we're still evolving. Obviously, we have a day job of being the health professionals and various other things but we try and do whatever we can ideally we have multiple aspirations uh, but being a not-for-profit volunteer run group we think we are proud of what we're doing so far that's uh really terrific going back to last year's awards it must have been a real thrill to have uh, been nominated and then to have made the finals Absolutely, yes. Uh, we we were really, really thrilled to be nominated to start with. And we were also really thrilled to be thrilled to have uh, been there in the such a eventful evening for us. Yes, definitely. It must have been great validation to have been announced as the winner for what you're doing. Absolutely. We were so humbled and we were proud to have won the award, especially when there were so many worthy, stiff competitors around and who are doing some amazing stuff, uh, amazing activities around. We were really humbled to have won through that group um, when we look at all the activities that's been happening. And again, once again, by predominantly volunteers in various parts of the uh, region of Western Australia. Uh, yes, yeah, it was a thrilling moment, but we are also uh, humbled uh, by the uh, uh, appreciation and validation of what we've been doing in the last 10, 11 years. Awesome. Well, the, I can say the Woolworths Community Group of the Year Award is very hotly contested. There are always many, many nominations to have won the award uh, really shows that you are doing a great deal in your community and are very well valued. So well done to you. Thank you. What are your um, most vivid memories from the awards night? What did you take away from the night itself? So I think I think the right from the start, obviously being nominated and then to have gone on to be the winners was a touching moment. Uh, well, we really enjoyed the multicultural ambience and the integration of the different uh, communities, different achievers of, of amazing caliber. Uh, once again, we felt, I um, keep going back to the belonging, but once again, it was a well salient moment for everyone to feel, have a sense of belonging. And even be, during the award ceremony and after the award ceremony, we met so many friends and we made people, we met people who've done, doing some awesome events and the charitable activities. Uh, yes, it was, a uh, the memory was meeting those innovative and uh, incredible uh, individuals and uh, groups that are doing some so much uh, charitable activities around Australia and we Western Australia. It was just a very salient, really salient moments for this, for us, actually. Yeah, 
it's really inspirational, isn't it, to that's hear right. so many so, wonderful yeah. stories. Inspirational is probably a good word. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Well, the awards are nominations are currently open in a number of the states still for the 2023 awards. So if anybody would like to nominate someone, head to awardsaustralia.com forward slash community achievement awards. So please get to that website because by nominating someone, you can actually really impact the person you're nominating. It will make such a difference to them. And it's a real privilege to be nominated, as Ramesh has just said. Um, on a personal note, Ramesh, what what uh, drives you as an individual? You're a doctor. Uh, what what is your driving passion? Well, I think my my driving passion really is. I just didn't want to have a just a normal the being a doctor, being a just doing everything normal. So we wanted to be everything unique and slightly almost like diverse in what I'm able to do and contribute to the community and to my own uh, pleasures as well. So I always think I wanted to be creative, uh, collaborative and compassionate to what I'm doing, uh, not just in the job, but outside the job as well. So I I think that's probably drives me being passionate about whatever I wanted to set out, set out to do. And there'll be ups and downs in what we are trying to have and what your vision and passion is, but being able to be resilient and to have the mental and the physical strength to achieve or our, make an attempt in achieving what uh, your wish, my vision was. So and I've been fortunate that I have a good network of family, friends, and the community support throughout my life. And uh, obviously my resilience and the strength uh, comes from probably more from my mother and uh, so and also being able to do things with humility humbleness and being able to smile just through the adversity so I think being able to smile through the adversities is probably my strongest uh, or you can say strength or whatever and everything else comes through the being collaborative and respectful to the human beings uh, it doesn't matter what last social class they are and being appreciative and respectful to everyone else. That's probably, I would say, is my strength, really. It's a great attitude and a wonderful message for all of our listeners Absolutely. to yeah. take on board. Yeah. 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 Now, I'm presuming uh, that you're a GP. Is that correct? Uh, no, I'm a specialist geriatrician and physician. Okay. I deal with uh, adults as well as older adults, and my special interests are Parkinson's disease, movement disorders, uh, and stroke and Alzheimer's disease. Yeah. So I deal with a few thousand patients every year with uh, various age groups, right from age group of 39 right up to 102. Uh, so I deal with the complex Alzheimer's, Parkinson's disease patients, as well as in the stroke and other aspects of rehabilitation as well. So I've been, uh, uh, once again, uh, I've had a, almost like a neurological subspecialty uh, sub interest, but I deal with all the complex older adult problems. Uh, that's my that's my specialty of interest. Yeah. So if anybody's in the Southwest, uh, come and see Dr. Ramesh. Uh, he'll look after you well 
And are you in Banbury? Do you consult in Banbury? Yeah, I'm uh, based in Banbury and I'm in the Southwest. I do clinics in Basilton and uh, I also do work for the public hospital system as well as the private system. And I also do some clinics at the Hollywood Hospital uh, once a fortnight, looking mainly at complex Parkinson's disease patients, uh, along with the neurology colleagues in Perth as well. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, congratulations on all that you do personally, and also, of course, that of the South West Indian Group, for all the good work, all the connections and the difference that you make in so many people's lives it's uh, certainly been a privilege to talk to you today where can our listeners connect with southwest indian group and learn more about what you do or how they get involved okay we use various social media portals but uh Generally, I recommend my, most of the community groups and listeners, if they wanted to, is to follow us on Swig Bunbury uh, Facebook page that has about 900 followers and it's rising by the day uh, or by emailing us through swigbunbury at gmail.com. Uh, those are the two portals, but the Facebook portal is probably the most followed one and keeps everyone up to date with what uh, all our events, all the charitable events, as well as the iconic events that we run as well. So Swig Bunbury Facebook page would be the best. Sounds like if you're in the Southwest, you don't want to miss out. Get on <laughs> the uh, Facebook page, like it and find out what's going on and when it's going on. Ramesh, it's been such a pleasure to talk with you on the podcast today. Is there anything that you would like to add that maybe we haven't covered or you would like to uh, tell people? Yeah, thank you, Jeff. Uh, it's been a pleasure as well. But going back to some of the, ev the event and the awards, I do uh, encourage the listeners to nominate those unsung heroes in the local area who've been doing some uh, awesome charitable activities. Not everybody is going to be a winner, but at least just a validation and recognition of uh, the these unsung heroes is a big, uh, big, big uh, recognition of the activities. And I would also like to thank Woolworths for continued to, for the continued support to these awards events and recognizing the community groups as most of the community groups like us are run by volunteers with just a simple passion and vision of being charitable to the communities. Uh, that's uh, from the awards perspective. From my perspective, I think I'm thankful for uh, the Australian community uh, to encourage us and be, give us a sense of belonging and making us feel part of the wider population. I think I'm thankful for that. And uh, thank you also for your time for uh doing this awesome interview well it's absolutely our pleasure and our uh, honor as i mentioned dr ramesh it's uh, such a pleasure to talk with you today i hope our listeners have really enjoyed hearing about the southwest indian group and all that you do and maybe if you're inspired around the country to do something similar please reach out to Dr. Ramesh to find out more because social inclusion is critically and vitally important in our communities as we grow more multicultural every year. We need to be inclusive, we need to be caring and kind. So thank you so much for your words today. And everybody, until next week, 
please be kind and remember together we make a difference thank you jeff the inspirational australians podcast is brought to you by awards australia we recognize celebrate and share the stories of inspirational australians through our awards programs across the country to find out more to nominate an inspirational australian in your life or to partner with our awards, visit awardsaustralia.com. If you enjoyed today's story, we'd love it if you could subscribe, rate and review to make sure you don't miss an episode and to help our guests reach more people with their inspirational stories.